Hello, my bitches, my bros, and my non-binary hoes. It's Ty, your favorite random anime guy, back like I never left. No special guest today, just me and Aaron, all in our lonesome on the late night. I've been rewatching ReZero, and let me tell you, I had to make an episode just on one of my favorite anime of all time. I dare say... It is not a long shot and it's not far-fetched to call it a straight-up masterpiece. It is by far one of the greatest works of art I've ever seen. But I say that from a biased, subjective perspective. The reason I say that is because, yes, set aside the wonderful hand-drawn animation, the great fight scenes, and the characters that absolutely drive the show... It hits home for me, personally and especially. Uh, I relate to ReZero, and it resonates with me uh, on a deep, personal level. And it would be wrong of me not to give it the attention it deserves. If you're a long-time listener, you know that ReZero is one of my favorite isekai and one of my favorite anime. Uh, When I did my top 10 with Jacob the other day, I put it at number 3. It is truly a spectacular show in general, if you put the time and effort in. Jacob himself didn't like it. He spoke about it, about how it just felt boring and redundant, and it felt like it dragged. And I can understand that. But ReZero is worth the time, effort, and attention that is required to truly enjoy the show. It's not the kind of show that you're just going to turn your brain off and just be able to watch. Because then, yes, it will come off as kind of boring. ReZero is the kind of show where you really dial in and you focus and you get to know the characters and you get to know the plot and you understand the little details. Subaru Natsuki is a true otaku that was stuck in his room for months at a time and hated himself and truly despised his own life and was warped to another world where in his own twisted mind, based on the understanding of anime and manga, that he would be special. But he wasn't. And the only thing that separates him from any other normal person is his ability to go back to a save point every time he dies. This results in a lot of hard-to-watch emotional scenes of Subaru dying gruesomely. This show does not shy away from the gore. It does not shy away from the hard deaths and the hard loss and grieving and loss that he has to go through. But the biggest thing about this show that resonated with me is Subaru Natsuki to his core. It gets bad. And what I mean by that is there are a couple episodes in season one where Subaru digs himself into such a hole by being the worst person, but by being a real person, a flawed person. He's not the hero of your typical isekai power fantasy. He is Subaru Natsuki. A deep character. He 
is one of the deepest characters in a very deep, well-rounded, and well-written cast. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I want to talk about the masterpiece that is Subrunoski. And the reason I say that is because of the importance of his change. He's deeply in love with Amelia. He sees himself as a hero figure to Rem. He has a hero complex around all those that he sees and touches in his own life. He has an inferiority complex that he tries to overcome through brute force. He's selfish and doesn't care about others. He's brash and makes poor impulsive decisions that don't reflect well on his character, but he still finds a way because he grows. And through the trials and tribulation of dying brutally and watching those he loves and cares about die or betray him or leave him, he suffers through the biggest fear of all otakus. And that is being embarrassed. That is being outshined. It is being betrayed. It is watching those we care about suffer. And for that, he has to grow and overcome himself in order to win the level. And what really resonated with me, and something that you'll probably see a lot on the internet, is his own background. What we see in the episode in season two called Parent and Child. Now, Parent and Child is about one of the trials that Subaru undergoes in the sanctuary in season two, which is important for him to escape the sanctuary as well as everyone else that is trapped there. So that way he can continue the rest of the story and save everyone at the mansion while Elsa tries to kill Rem and everyone that's there. So it's an important moment. He's undergoing a major trial. But it's not just important for the plot, it's important for Subaru himself. Where we see the side of Subaru before ReZero, before being isekai And it's extremely humanizing. Because I related to Subaru in season one, and that's why I hated him so much is because I could relate my worst aspects of myself back to him. I could see myself in his selfish decisions, where he felt that it was his responsibility to take care of Amelia, that she was nothing without him. And I saw a younger version of myself in Subaru and his own hero complex, his selfish actions, and all of those things that truly made him an unlikable character. And that's perhaps what makes ReZero such a love-hate thing for me. Is because not only do you see the best of yourself in Subaru, you see the worst of yourself in him. And it makes you not want to root for him. It makes you really hate him. And you hate his character. But that's the beauty of it. Is that... Subaru is human. He's flawed. He has those issues. I love that he's not the typical hero, as I talked about earlier. 
He has to overcome himself to become the hero that we want to root for. Because not only do we want him to become that hero, the characters want him to become that hero. Rem wants him to be the hero that she thinks he is. Amelia wants him to be the hero that he wants to be. And Subaru wants to be the hero that everyone thinks he can be. There are a number of things that are holding Subaru back in the beginning. Besides his inferiority complex. I mean, there's the fear that he's failing everyone around him just like he did when he was on Earth. There are the impossible expectations that he puts on himself. As well as his general misunderstanding of the way the world works. Which is why Child and Parent is such an important episode. Because it really dives deeper into those flaws and why they exist. Subaru was an otaku. He didn't go to school. What started with a few misabsences turned into months and months of not attending, staring at the clock with mad anxiety until it was past 8 o'clock and he finally had an excuse not to go. This was after he had already decided to give up on his talents athletically, academically, and cause trouble early on in life. And the sad part about this is that it's so easily relatable. You ask anyone that was in some kind of similar situation. I just recently graduated college. Uh, A little bit of personal information. I, I attended a small school in Maryland in the United States. And I recently graduated from there. But I had to graduate a year behind. Because for a year, I was depressed and didn't go to class. And I resonated so much with the struggle that Subaru went through. Staring at the clock, just praying I could find any excuse not to go to class. And by the time it was too late, I just said, ah, well, now I I don't need to go now. And how just one absence, just how one time snowballs into you giving up on yourself. And it really resonated with me. But what made it even more impactful is his parents. Subaru was constantly compared to his own father, who is widely regarded as a perfect human being by others and those around him. And Subaru constantly carried the the burden of being compared to his father and the expectations of following in his footsteps and had a constant realization that he was never going to be that person. His mother, a kind, generous, and insightful person, took a more hands-off approach at trying to teach Subaru to be his own man. And that there were things that he could do that his father could not do. But they both believed in him wholeheartedly. Even when Subaru wanted to give up on himself, his parents would not give up on him and would not let him give up on himself either. Which makes it so much harder because you know that you're hurting them because all you want to do is stop trying. 
and you want them to let you fail. But they refuse, and they support you. Subaru's parents are role model parents. I had similar parents, where even in my darkest hours, they wouldn't give up on me. And we all have someone that supports us similarly. Even when we want to give up ourselves, we have people that refuse to let us and stand by us and support us any way they can. And seeing that kind of broke me a little bit. Because ReZero faces the harsh reality of Isekai. Super is never going to see his parents again. Never. He's never going to see his parents again. And he knows that. But you never really face that reality. It's never really addressed in most isekai. It's something that's overlooked. And it's not like, for example, in Konosuba, where Kazuma's parents hated him. They were kind of glad he was gone. Subaru had a great relationship with his parents. Loved them dearly. And his parents loved him dearly. And it really hit him, knowing that not only did he, will he never see his parents again, but he also failed to meet the expectations and failed to be the son that they raised well. He felt that his invulnerability, or lack thereof, I should say, his weaknesses, his flaws, just made his parents seem like they failed at their jobs. He was broken because of that. He had to carry around this burden the entire show. And now we finally get to address it. And in doing so, invites him to look in the mirror at himself and look at those around him and how they've impacted him and how he can change for the better for those people like he never did with his parents and truly appreciate and take advantage of Amelia and Rem and Beatrice, Otto, all those people that were there to support him and care about him. He can appreciate them and he can change for the better for them. And it, that's something, seeing that, anyone can resonate with. We take the people we love for granted. And we wait till it's too late to make a difference for them and to appreciate them. And I knew the situation Subaru was in. I was in it myself. And that's why the episode in season one with Rem giving him the pep talk also broke me. Because even when you're at rock bottom, Subaru's been at rock bottom multiple times in his life on Earth, as well as the deep and dark hole he dug himself in in the middle of season one. When I first watched the show, because I watched Isekai Quartet first, um, which if you don't know, it's a show of the four or five major Katagawa Isekais. So ReZero, Overlord, Konosuba, Saga of Tiny the Evil, and then there's um, Rise of the Shield Hero that joins later. And there's Cautious Hero that makes a brief stint. I watched that first, and it's a really silly, chibi-style show. So watching ReZero, I thought it was going to be a silly show. I quickly found out it, it isn't. It's extremely dark. 
and harsh. Still a very happy show. If you watch ReZero and think it's a sad show, you miss the point. And that's because of these instances. Even though Subaru was at his lowest point, a point that I thought was irredeemable. I thought they weren't going to be able to come back from this. And then there's Rem, who tells Subaru not to give up on herself, to keep his head high, and to be the hero that she knows he can be, and that you can always start over from zero. You can always change for the better from zero. And that's the point of the show, is that it doesn't matter where you are or who you were. You can always change and be a better person than you were before. So in all of Subaru's lives that he lives over and over and over again, dying over and over and over again, he learns and grows and becomes a better version of himself than before. So that way he can go and be the hero that he needs to be. Not just for himself, but for those around him that do rely on him. Just in ways that he didn't think they did. But he needed to learn to love himself. And he needed to learn not to be so selfish and to rely on others and to trust them. Amelia's kind of a badass. She overcomes countless acts of discrimination and prejudice. Extreme prejudice. She overcomes attempted murder on her own life. And she goes on to become one of the strongest characters in the show, emotionally speaking. She's dignified, respected has great magical power and a contract with one of the greatest spirits known. Puck. Spirit of the end. Who has a contract to end the world if anything happens to Amelia. Amelia is a badass. Rem is a badass. A half demon girl that will rip your face off if you even go near him. Rom is a badass with incredible magical wind power. Everyone in the show is incredible except for Subaru, but he failed to see that at the beginning. And once he learns to trust them, everything starts going better for Subaru. And that's another lesson, is learning to trust those around you. Subaru had trust issues. That's very evident in the fact that he's most hurt when those he loves betrays him. Which is why the beginning arc in the mansion is so hard to watch, because in one of the first few timelines... Rem thinks that he's a spy and goes and tries to kill him and he is bawling his eyes out. In one of the, it's one of the harder scenes to watch, emotionally speaking, because he doesn't know what he did for them to turn on him like that. Even in the next timeline when he's crying on em- Amelia's lap, what he says is those eyes. I don't want them to look at me, look at me like that ever again. And we can all understand that feeling where you wouldn't want anyone you care about to look at you with despise and contempt. And Subaru just represents the best and worst aspects. At least for me. I I saw so much of myself in Subaru. And that's what made me resonate so much with ReZero and care so much about it. Because I want Subaru to grow. I want him to change. I want him to go be the hero we want him to be. I want to root for Subaru. 
But there's a time where you can't and you need him to change. And it's painstakingly long and annoying. There were episodes where you just want to turn it off because you're just banging your head against the wall because he seems hopeless. But you stick with it. And because of that, because you stuck with Subaru in his lowest moments, it makes his high moments so much more rewarding and earned. When Subaru takes down the White Whale, when he defeats Battle Cues, just in Season 1, when he challenges Roswell, you see the moments of badassery and confidence that is rightfully earned and that he proudly shows. And it just, it, it finally, you're finally there. Like it clicks. It makes all the waiting worthwhile. All the emotions and energy that you put into the show, it's worth it. And you just want to see him continue to grow. Because he reminds you of you sometimes. And how you can change. And how you want yourself to go be the hero. You want yourself to change into the best possible version of you. And so you root for Subaru. And that is one, just one of the reasons. I mean, there's many, there's many reasons. Like I said, it's an extremely deep cast. Just the mansion alone. With Amelia, Roswald, Rem Rom, Beatrice, and Puck. Just those characters are extremely deep and complex. But there's so many other side characters that make the world building so complete. All of the candidates to be the leader of Lagunica. They all have their own stories and they all have their own complexities. There's so many great characters. Petal Cues. Petal Cues is so well animated and so well voice acted in both the English dub and the Japanese sub. This show has one of the best dubs you'll ever watch. Like, I know a lot of people don't like dubs. I'm a fan of dubs, depending on how good it is. But I think that ReZero has one of the best dubs you will ever watch. It doesn't hold a candle to the sub. The sub voice actors are incredible. I watched um, the voice actor for Subaru perform the the lap scene, where his head is on uh, Amelia's lap and he starts crying, as I mentioned earlier. Uh... And that, I watched him perform it live and it was incredible. But their voice acting is amazing. And just like I said, the world building is seamless and it's effortless. It doesn't need to explain much, but you understand it. Um, there's amazing character design. Why do you think it's inspired so much uh, stuff to get bought, right? They sell so much merchandise. Yes, one character seems to carry the merchandise... Uh, not even best girl Rem. I used to think Rem was best girl, but she's not. Patricia was 100% best girl. If you know, you know. Amelia is second best girl. And then I even think Rom is a better character than Rem. A lot of Rem's moments feel unearned, but she's important to the cast. She's important to Subaru's development. Without her, he wouldn't be who he is. He wouldn't change in the fashion that he needs to. Rem plays an important part. But Patricia is best girl. Roswell is an amazing character. and Oh, the villains. Echidna included. Those are the two main villains. 
and battle cues in the first season. They're all surprisingly complex, enigmatic, and oddly enough, unapproachable despite their extreme charisma. And it's just a really enjoyable show. The plot is complex, riddled with all kinds of geopolitical subplot that you have to really pay attention to understand. But the world goes so deep that whether the show was running or not, the world would exist. The show is an imperative for the world. The world could stand on its own, and that's great world building. I truly love ReZero. And I will probably watch it a couple more times before the next season even gets announced. Hell, I even started reading the manga. I already read the light novel. I'm reading the manga now, which came after the anime, pretty sure. And is trying to keep up with the light novel now. I cannot recommend this show enough. I know it might seem boring and redundant, especially the mansion arc, because that's when they stay in one place for the longest time, right? They're in the mansion for probably six or seven episodes, and it feels like Subaru's running in circles a little bit, it feels like he's not making any progress, and it feels like the plot's not progressing, so the pacing's a little off. And I understand that, but the energy and time you invest into it is 100% worth it. Because those that first arc is where you really get to know the characters. It goes into different aspects. It's it, it looks at the different reactions and the different dialogue of these characters in different situations. So you get to know them. So that way down the road, it's more impactful when certain situations happen. So I recommend go finish ReZero. I recommend go rewatch ReZero. If you haven't seen it yet, well, it's been spoiled for you. I kind of talked about it a lot. So... But you should have known better clicking on this episode. But I just wanted to come on tonight and talk about ReZero for at least a little bit. I had to I, I had to get it out there. I love ReZero to death. It's such a good show. Subaru was an amazing MC, not because of his abilities, but his lack thereof, his flaws, his weaknesses, his humanity. The fact that he's real and genuine and he's something like you and I would be if we were put in a similar situation. And the show is really hard to watch sometimes, but it's supposed to be. It's so that way it's really rewarding and earned when you get to the the good parts. So I want to thank Aaron for being here with me tonight. Uh, he didn't have to come out, but he did um, for this short episode. Um still looking for guests so if you want to come on and talk i would love to have some special guests random guests doesn't matter uh this show is about conversation so reach out to me on twitter um you can reach out to me on on discord or uh this app that i'm using now which is anchor but other than that thank you so much for listening Go watch and read ReZero. It's an amazing show. A lot of people call it mids. Those people are wrong. Um, Objectively. uh, Not kidding. Um, But thank you for watching. Listening. I don't know why. I think I run a YouTube channel or something. But thank you for listening. And joining me tonight on this conversation. Other than that. 
Thank you, my bitches, my bros, and my non-binary hoes for joining along on this great conversation. My name is Ty, your favorite random anime guy. Stay hydrated. It's hot. Stay safe. And keep on keeping on.